to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, of course, Erin Pym, and here at the podcast, what I like to do is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality with me. And before I even get to the episode, you guys know what I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to uh, point you over to my Patreon, you know. If you're a free skating bedposter, you could be, you know, throwing uh, $2 a month, $5 a month, $10 a month over my way if you want to support the artist and also get some amazing exclusive content so we're getting we're talking about sexy fun kinky videos uh photo sets solo episodes uh mini episodes uh audio erotica that i have uh written and then i am reading to you so if any of this sounds like fun and you're you know a listener of the podcast and want to support the artist you can do so at patreon.com slash the bedpost show Now for today, we have a very exciting episode. This is a topic-based episode. Today we are talking about polyamory, and we've got a whole slew of questions from the Twitter sphere, the Facebook sphere, (laughs) the Insta sphere uh, here, and I've got a fantastic guest that is going to help me answer these questions with the best of our knowledge and experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. with the best of our abilities, yes. and we are not professionals. No, we're not professionals, but, you know... Sometimes you don't know who to ask. And, and you know, maybe we're, we're friends. We're all friends here. Yeah. So, you know... No judgment. You know, you just want to live your sexy life. <laughs> and this lovely, lovely person you are hearing on the microphone is returning guest to the podcast, erotic artist Vanessa Walsh. Well, hello there. Meow. Hi. I am secretly a cat, though. <laughs> Not, so secret. Not so secretly. Uh, but, um, I, and I even looked back on the episodes. It's episode 153 that you were on before. Oh, it's so exciting. Oh, so long ago. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so we much for coming fun. back. It oh, was super fun. We had fun. We're going to have fun. Uh, that was at the point when I was in the studio where we had the video footage. So yes. if you want to see this one. I put makeup on just for you and I almost had a boobs, boob slip. So go check out yeah episode 153. You'll see some visuals. We were also talking about polyamory then. Yeah. We, but we, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mostly. For anyone who doesn't want to skip back to that, uh, uh, we were talking about how I just got engaged and yeah. it's a poly situation so it makes life interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and we were kind of discussing, you know, a little tidbits of that was on your show oh god that was such a funny show yeah we did <gasps> you were on the stage show oh exactly so good. i was like <laughs> it's a good so, it's a good time yeah. it's a good time so uh we were doing like fielding kind of questions poly questions uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and here we are again here we are let's do it a bit <laughs> a bit more official and on on air, let's on figure it out. Yeah, let's, do the let's thing. help you through these weird situations that sometimes pop up, and you're like, normal situations, you would act like this, but then add another person or two or three what or do four. I do 
oh no, I have to interact with humans. Extra humans. More humans. Yes. Oh god. And humans are weird. Yeah, we're, humans are we're complicated. Kinda, we're strange animals. <laughs> so yeah. So would you maybe, just to give people an idea, perhaps they haven't heard that first episode, just mm. to tell me a little bit about what's going on in your life, your poly life. Well, my poly life, like, I'm I'm just a very busy person. Mm-hmm. And... We are. Poly people are. Uh, like, I, I got things to do, and I like that my partner wants to, like, have lots of things to do, but uh, my side of it has always been a looking in at... If I'm busy, I don't want my partner waiting around for me. That's just not fair. Yeah. Um, if I'm, if I'm wanting to get to know many people, Mm -hmm. I, I love getting to know new people. Maybe, maybe they're a muse. Maybe they're a best friend. Maybe they're an art friend. Maybe they're like business colleague or, or just random people. You meet random people. Randos. You, You fall in love with their personality. And if that turns into a sexual thing. Then it can. Then it can. And even even the way that uh, some some closed relationships mm-hmm. so monogamous yeah, dynamics. Where where there's no mention of the idea of others. You know, that would be that would mean that me hugging a friend could be an ordeal for them. Maybe. Maybe we need to talk about that. Maybe, Maybe. I want to like hug them, give them affection. What amount of affection is too much? I'm a very affectionate and touchy person and I want to be like I want to hold hands with my friend and be like uh you I know, love you uh, yeah like it's a show of affection and and care that becomes physical that once it becomes physical well what's the what's the next step if it turns into more attraction yeah yeah exactly what if what if they have when kinks? does it become un- inappropriate mm. for clo- our closed dynamic and that's when- so fluid in open relationships that it gets really complicated sometimes mm-hmm. also really fun a very fun if it's done and very deep you know, and meaningful and as lots, you said in the of- last one yes you talk and you talk and talk and you talk some more and then you think and you ponder <laughs> What bring it back to the does group. this mean More to me? <laughs> so much thought and, and then talk. you bring it to your partner and you say, I was thinking. Anyways. <laughs> Don't spit out your water. Oh no. <laughs> so we yeah. So and yes, you, polyamory you you, is going on. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, for and you. like uh I personally like uh I I'm in the stages of Wanting to get to know people, not necessarily wanting to sex them, but then yep. what if sexy, if they're, they're kinky, well then maybe I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, you know, other, is it metamors? Yeah, metamors, yep. You know, the extensions of your little poly family. They, yeah. they, they go off and they do their own thing. We all have our own, you know, different rules, but a good majority of the time as you're just interacting with people. and Going with the flow. As you're respecting and... If someone's going to have issues with something, you got to talk about it. It's hard to talk about issues, but then you're going to have it a little bit extra and different. Very, yeah. Yeah, more people, more potential for issues. It can but be. Also, it's not for everyone. No. It really isn't. Yeah. yeah. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Hard agree on that. But we encourage you to have your fun, sexy life, too. Yeah. Oh. If, if you're already in it, these are for you. And if you're not there yet, maybe listen to our previous one, because we kind of did, like, a weird, I don't know, 101, I don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 
So this is, yeah, th- this might be a bit more like a 102, I'm oh. feeling like, maybe. Because these, these questions we got, yeah, uh, you said they're, got they're great. They're really good. Like, some are a little uh, kind of more intro questions, which I'm, I'm searching for right now. Sure. Um, and, uh, and then some of these questions really get into it. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's get let's into get... it. Oh my goodness. Okay. First question and the person that asked that this question, who is a friend of the pod, Kate Sloan. Oh, hello. Hello, Kate. Uh, check out the Dildorks if you love sex and sexuality Yay. podcasts. Dildorks! The Dildorks. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. And uh, Kate is like, Kate's got a bunch for us. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. She's but she set. starts She starts <clears throat> basic, and mm. she says, classic question for any poly person, but mm. how do you deal with jealousy when it comes up? Jealousy can feel and look... I feel like jealousy is a, a lot of emotions in jealousy. Yeah, different. Yeah, because um, if your partner is going and seeing other people, like, maybe it's a lack of what you're feeling, like what you're getting that is the real bother. It's not that they're going out and having fun. Yeah, it's not what they're doing. It's what you're not doing. Yeah, you would wish that your, your partner's going to have fun, mm-hmm. but... Um, Generally, that's the idea with polyamory. You want your ha- yeah. your partners to be happy and yeah. do their things, and even if that includes feelings with other people or sexual encounters or yeah. any or, affection with other yeah. people. And they're, they're having an encounter with someone else. In a normal relationship, it could be you're seeing your friends more often than me. Mm-hmm. You're seeing your, your partners more often than me. Yeah. What's that feel like to you? Do you need to go get a hobby? Get a hobby? Do you if need you, to... If you don't have a hobby, you're going to miss your partner even if they're just going to work. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So... If you don't have a life of your own... Mm. Yeah. If you don't have a life of your own, then yeah, when you are alone, you are going to feel like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm bored, I'm sad, I'm jealous, I'm angry, I'm... And you got to figure out which type of that it is because, you know, if, if it... If it's a once in a while kind of a feel, maybe just getting distracted is actually the only solution you need. You don't even need to bring it to them. You don't need to make it a big deal. Mm-hmm. Maybe they last minute decided to go out and you had thought maybe we would cuddle tonight. Oh no, I'm not getting cuddled. Okay, well, do you need to suddenly find a friend? Yeah. And you're in a poly relationship. You can find a different friend. You can find a different partner. You can discuss that with your partner. Or you can keep busy on your own. Great. Yeah, do that project you, you've been putting aside. Oh, my aside. God. Like, oh, thank you for canceling. I can now do all the things that I, I thought or, that I would get done today. And Or I can do, I can take a bath. I can masturbate. I can oh, watch yeah. the shows that you oh, yeah, hate. No one's going to walk in can, on you. Oh, I can buy you a bag got of the chips. whole place to yourself. Like, it can, yeah. And, and you, a good point that you just brought up is like, oh, if they last minute decided to go on a date and you were like, like oh, that I, could thought, be more I thought we were sure. going to. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, so did that bother you? Yeah, it bothered you because you were planning on doing something with that person tonight. So then, you know, maybe go and tell your person, maybe give me a bit of notice because that left me feeling like, you know, my night was now ruined yeah because i didn't know so maybe give me a bit of notice mm-hmm. and that person i'm sure if they're you know or, in, or into... we had a fight before you did this <laughs> like that can happen maybe maybe they're ticked off because it was a day and they're they're late to get out to their their fun function tonight and and you're just standing there going okay but okay get, get out of the house though <laughs> you know it could be it could be uncomfortable making where it's it's a thing. Yeah. So if if there is, especially if it lasts, 
Like, yeah, if it's if, lasting jealousy, if it's you something don't you're coming up with, molehill. But then there's it. If things repeat, that's yeah, usually it's when it's going to feel, and you have not, to deal with it. Yeah, it's like okay. Well, a repeat uh, could even just be that's their way mm-hmm. that they want to do things. If it's different from what you've discussed mm-hmm. previous to, well, then that's something else. Maybe you need to rehash your yeah. boundaries or yep. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say. If, if jealousy is coming up for you specifically, you need to figure out where that source is, what you feel like you're missing. Yeah. And then, and then do something about it. Be it yeah, talking to the yeah, partner. Think it through. And, or and be it finding another way to... Try and remain calm about it. It's difficult to remain calm when you get a sudden yeah, yeah, yeah. strong emotion. Yes. And people are not good at strong emotions or receiving it. Mm-hmm, like if mm-hmm, you're receiving mm-hmm. jealousy... That, mm-hmm. You're going to be defensive. You're going to be... Yeah, like, oh, I wouldn't. Oh, no. And and that can... It, it's... If you're, if you're communicating with respect to each other, mm-hmm. a simple question here or there, like, about my value to you, mm-hmm. that should be okay. Maybe you need reassurances. Talk about what would help you mm-hmm. if this was to happen again. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen... Yeah, Every so, once in a while, yeah, so if it's this a, is a long yeah. relationship, things mm-hmm. will happen. Yeah, and it's a balance. I like how you were saying that. It's a balance of, okay, you know, you don't need to make a dire, dramatic thing out of every little feeling you're feeling. And that's hard sometimes. Like, yeah. if you've got other stresses in your life. Oh, For sure. If you've got uh, mental health issues, if you've got family stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, work. so on, on one hand, you know, you don't need to make a mountain out of a molehill. Mm. You know, every time mm-hmm. for just no... because they're out twenty minutes longer doesn't mean that something's happening. It, it yeah. could be that they're late. You can reassure yourself that way. Yeah, and... but on the other hand, if it's something that you're coming up regularly and mm. you're feeling the same feelings, they keep you doing need the to same co- thing that causes. That. Yeah, you Maybe need to they communicate don't care that, that they keep doing it, or um, if it's with malice, so definitely talk about it. Right? Yes. You know, then, then it's then it's a relationship thing, and those are hard to bring up, but you. You need to be happy. Mm-hmm. They need to be happy. We all need to. We need we're to all just trying to be happy and nice trying to little compromise that is everyone's having a good, sexy, fun time. Yeah, but in general, I feel like when people ask the question about jealousy and polyamory, it's like jealousy will happen. Yeah. We're not robots. We're all humans with emotions yeah. that have a million other things going on in our lives. Jealousy is okay. Try not to freak yeah. as best yeah. as can and try to deal with it just in a level-headed. Adulty nice way. Deep breath. Take a deep breath. Exactly. And you remember what your therapist said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love also, it. that's another thing as well. Like, if something's a big issue and it's only on your side, you seek out some treatment. It's oh, okay. It's I not, love no promoting shame. therapy. Yeah, no go shame. to a therapist. If you need pills to be better, if you are like uh, over the top when you're feeling a certain way, and then you're fine later, well, you, there's pills for this. There's pills for this. And if you go to the right there's place, weed, they'll give it to you for free. <laughs> and they'll help you. That's a great, that is also a great thing. Like, yeah, go see a therapist. Go to talk to somebody that's outside this immediate group someone, of people. Yeah, yeah. Someone that you very much trust. Yeah. That, that has a, be- a perspective. Need, yeah, and it's going to give respect to your partner if you're talking about very personal things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Talk to somebody talk. about it. Help. Yeah, talk yeah. Is helpful. Not talking is bad. Yes, especially <laughs> in polyamory. Oh my god. Oh. So okay. So on the on the inverse of this question, mm. Kate Sloan mm. from the Dildors podcast has asked, "What has been your favorite or best experience of compersion?" So opposite of jealousy, compersion is a feeling of uh, feeling very happy, just so pleased that your partner is happy. I want to hear yours. Oh my gosh. Because I want to hear about when you were so happy. Oh yeah. Uh, And, and Polly, you know, has been so great for me. Yeah. It really has been. And, um. how long for you? Uh, we've been, we've been together almost seven years at this point. Nice. So married for about one, engaged for two. Uh, Polly for probably about f- five and a half of those okay. ten years. So, so the you, majority of you our had relationship, sort of a closed relationship, and then yeah. it, it opened. Yeah, it like opened and then it closed, okay. and then it opened and then it closed. And that can happen. And then it opened. Let's normalize that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It yeah. can close. It's nothing against you. It's usually because you got to deal with stuff. And it was for us. That's that's normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. normal. That's the same as if you don't have the time for a partner, you try and make the time. Like that's, that's that's an important thing. Yeah. It's a hard conversation too. Yeah. So for me, I think, yeah. Okay. So if I had to choose a moment, it probably had to be very recently when Mm -hmm. I got together with... Um, a metamore, mm-hmm. finally, long, long time coming, getting okay. together with this metamore mm-hmm. and really having a talk about everything. And, and why, we're sitting in a park for like four why hours. Actually, why for this one did it take so long? Is it just busyness? Is it? I think you were we just never. It was, yeah, yeah. I think we we weren't. We were like, okay, things being separate is maybe the vibe of this whole dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And then later we're like, oh my god. But maybe now I would like to not be so separate, but it's easy to keep doing the thing you were doing. Yeah. And then once we finally were like, oh my God, yes, I would love to too. Oh my God, I wanted to for so long. Oh my God, let's do it. And then we got together and just like hung out in a park for like four hours chatting. And we're like, oh, Oh, this is so good. Oh, this is so good. Just have a random conversation that just keeps going. And we're like, let's just do this often, please. That's now. Nice. Now going forward. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. We might have been doing this other thing where we weren't keeping in super close contact. And, you know, no pressure on what this looks like in the future, but like, let's get together every once in a while and just talk in a park. Mm-hmm. This feels, this was so nice. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm just like something that goes back and forth between us two. We're, we're just like, I love your love, like about each other's, you know, <laughs> love. We're just, I love your love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that pretty much sums it up. I oh, think for me, that's so sweet. If I had to choose. Oh, that's so sweet. Do you have a moment of compersion that you just overwhelmed by the feeling of compersion? I mean, there's a lot to be said. I don't have necessarily one specific, but the times that I really enjoy are when, if my partner has been out and seeing someone, whether it's a very close friend, a, a sexy mm-hmm. something, if they're coming back happy, mm-hmm. if they're coming, like maybe they were having a time of it before, it's like a mini vacation to them. Mm-hmm. And they got to have that. Mm-hmm. And then they come home. And then maybe we can discuss it or like it's it's almost like i haven't seen you in a while and well how was your day but how was your week like if you're 
if you're apart from each other and you've gotten a lot of things done, because, yeah, most of the time I'm just getting things done. Yeah. I'm not necessarily going out and seeing, because... <laughs> yeah, you're just I living your life. I don't currently have time, but, yeah. you know, I'm working on it. Yeah. So it's sort of like, uh, uh, I got a bunch of things done. I feel successful at that and, yeah. and accomplished yeah. something, and, and you've come back so happy. Let's enjoy this time, too. And it's it's a nice moment to have that that if they're enjoying their other partner, mm -hmm. it, if they're not enjoying their other partner, that's like almost devastating hit to the, the feeling. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like not really a specific moment, but definitely but just when that happens, they come home and they're, they're like refreshed. They're, they're excited about this thing energized. and this person. And yeah. that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. I love that. All right. More from Kate Sloan. Mm -hmm. We could do a full episode just from Kate's questions. <laughs> we might. No, no. <laughs> just break these up into different we sections. Might. Yeah. Oh, it's perfect. She's so good. So it's almost like she knows how to interview or something. Oh, maybe. <laughs> oh. Skills. I love skills. I'm just going to hand this episode over to Kate. Okay. How do you deal with friends or family members who are skeptical or outright critical of your choice to be poly? Ooh. <sighs> So I don't know what your situation is, but like, I, I feel lucky in that, like my younger sister is, even though she's quite a bit younger than me, like she's like bi, lesbian, my mom, who's our only main, like our, our main parental unit. She's really cool about everything. Right. Like she's always been cool with me knowing all the things that I know. Great. And then later on, I didn't need to be very nervous about being like, so mom, I make erotic artwork. Even when I told my grandmother, which was wow. like, it had been like seven years since the last time I got to see her. And, and, oh, what have you been up to? She's still got the British accent because she's from there. So it's like, oh, you know, I've been doing some new things. I was doing portraits, Grandma, and now I'm I'm actually doing like sexy, sexy erotic stuff, and it's doing pretty well. And she, oh, 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 you'll grow out of it. And I'm like, Grandma, I think I'm growing into it. <laughs> I think like, I'm growing into it. And Classic. She, oh, she's tisking. So like, that's the worst you'll get. That I like. Uh, I maybe I maybe have another part of the family that. Uh, disapproved of me sharing too many photos of my body. Okay. Yeah. You know, like that, that kind of thing. But I'm also very okay with being like noping a friend or family member. Yeah, if they're really. not, if they can't see me having fun and then eventually understand it, that it's, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. How about you? Um, like, do you I, I also feel like I'm very privileged and I might be in a bit of a bubble mm. because most of my I can talk about friends experiences that's what I want yeah more. yeah like for me yeah with my friends every everybody's kind of like in the sex positive sphere so they've heard about poly if they're not currently practicing yeah. or they know another friend that does poly yeah. and they have a lot of like healthy representations of different Ooh. dynamics well, that's nice. which is lovely yeah. yeah and um yeah the only thing that uh, like my mother is also very kind of open, but she's also on, on the flip side of that. She's like, okay, but don't tell your father. Oh yeah. And she's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll just, wait, what do you think that wait. his reaction would be? I don't think he will care. Okay. Well, well, 
Actually, let me edit that. Okay. He will be worried about whether I'm like being taken advantage of okay. or but you know he'll worry okay. about me yeah it's uh, still an extension of how much I love you kind of thing yeah it's like yeah. good intentions ish but you know maybe a not the best way of uh, showing that mm. to me but but you know it's the kind of thing where it's like oh well well we're uh you know we're partnered and then and then it's like okay well maybe we won't tell your dad until you get engaged. And then, and then that did happen actually okay. unrelated and then, and then didn't tell him. And then, okay, well, we'll just wait, wait until you get married and, and, the, and, and then, then still not tell him. Yeah. And then, Oh, well, that's just wait. So, you know, so it's like oh, one of those things. Just put where... it on your gravestone. I'm so Polly. Yeah. I'm yeah. so Polly. You don't even understand. Uh, I was, I was, I was, I oh, was. No. Yeah. So like, I think, I'm not very close to, like, my extended family, but I think my mom uh, is the one that stops anyone from knowing anything. So it ends, yeah. begins and ends with her. Okay. And okay. she's like, I'm not judgmental, but I'm just not going to literally tell anyone about what you do, uh, you know, mm. personally, professionally, like any of it. I'm so just not going to tell them. Be- because <laughs> it is true. It is like a weird bubble. And I've known people as well that have, have lived in their own bubbles and then not understood a, mm-hmm. a heck of a lot. But, mm-hmm. like... A different example, I know someone who um, is transitioning, has Mm -hmm. had a fair amount of trouble over years Mm -hmm. with the family, and and before it was, oh, that I'm bi, that was not, that was not, they're they're very religious, and oftentimes it's a religious type thing. It can be. I'm not religious. It can be. No, me neither. Luckily, I haven't had a, had a lot of fights about that. Uh, people are still pretty cool with whatever you want to believe. But mm-hmm. then when it affects how you're treated, you know, that's really difficult. That's really, really difficult to deal with. Yeah. And she had to nope out of the province. Yeah. But she found her family. Like she's, Chosen family. She's done a lot of situations where um, friends... Actually, I've got quite a few people that are in transition that have had these kinds of things but you get together for friendsgiving yeah like fuck family yeah make your own make the family make, you want it's to have often better surround yourself with people that will the actually more love and be accept okay you. if you're like i'm very depressed today can i just skip on this mm. usually better than your family will be <laughs> yeah um yeah and then for my mom mm-hmm she decided in the middle of the 80s to have a kid without a boyfriend or a husband and not from a sperm bank. She basically bumped into my father after not seeing him for quite a number of years, discussed with him that the other guy fell through the same day, and I am here. And here we are together. My mom decided to have me out of wedlock in the middle of the 80s, and she was going to do it her own. That was her 30th birthday present to herself. (laughs) Like... But uh, And aren't you a gift to oh, us all? Thanks. <laughs> I also have an aunt that wouldn't come to my baptism because wow, I was because going to that. turn out a certain way. Wow, okay, okay. Because I was the child of a single mother. Damn. And my mom basically said, if that's what you have to say about the most important thing I've ever done with my life... Then fuck right off. Then I don't, I don't want... Yeah. Because she, she was starting to spout, I don't want my children exposed to your daughter. Well, I don't want my well, daughter I'm exposed a, to I was you. I a baby at the time. And yeah, sure, I turned out pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you almost did it again. Oh, no. I was close. If it gets on the laptop. I was close. If it gets on the laptop. Um, <laughs> 
Hey, don't do it to me because oh I've got pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got barks. Oh my god, what do you got over there? Okay, so um, next one. Yeah, before we go to the next one, we should actually take a little bit of a break. Love it, love it, love it, live it, love it, laugh. Uh, <laughs> and we'll be right back with uh, erotic artist Ooh, Vanessa Walsh. <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisaqualounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a refreshing, lovely, sexy masturbation break. Uh, <laughs> we are right back with erotic artist Vanessa Walsh taking hey. your questions about polyamory. Oh, love it. Hey, girl. Hey. We're going to be your friend for a half your, second. Your poly friend that has some advice for you. You know how you can't talk about any of the things in your life <laughs> because it's just too naughty. <laughs> How about you come over here and <laughs> secrets? Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. So here we go. We're gonna we're gonna actually move on uh, from Kate's questions now. <laughs> oh no, Kate, you're so good. Oh, it's, thank you, Kate from the Dildorks. Yes, Kate, Kate's on Dildorks. everybody. Girl, girly juice. Check check out all her shit. She's amazing. So okay, starting off the second half here, we have a great question from Instagram. Uh, oh, this is a person that actually just signed on to my Patreon. Oh, thank hi. you. Hi, we're acknowledging you. Thank hi, you hi, so much. Those funds go to all these things. They do. Oh, so so needed these funds. So okay, I asked for questions and they responded. Ooh, love it. If you could go back and chat with a little Vanessa or slash Aaron when you are brand new to your respective poly journeys. What advice would you give to yourselves based on experiences and troubles along the way? Oh. Love it. <gasps> troubles along the way. Okay. Experiences and troubles along the way. Gotta get a warning when I, sign out. When I was a baby Polly. Hmm. I mean, not making too much of a big deal when it's when it's something small mm-hmm. can probably save you a lot of a lot of grief. stress and grief. Yeah. Sit with the, your feelings a little bit longer before you start talking about before it. Before you start texting 20 well, texts. Well, like, even the 20 text thing is not quite. It's just... Maybe you're just so in the moment right now and you're just 
it's almost like a hot-headedness, and yeah. then maybe, maybe don't, don't immediate, because, like, that took Wait me an a hour. while. It, it takes a while to go, I'm feeling a very strong feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Well, how about you take ten minutes? And then see how you and, feel. And you'll be fine. Yeah, maybe you'll have some perspective on it. If, if I knew that as early poly person, I mean, maybe. I know my experience has yeah. been very interesting. Yeah, 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 mine as well. Yeah. yeah. For me I might say um I might say something kind of similar to have patience yeah. with it mm-hmm. and to trust that it's not going to be gone tomorrow and that you don't have to do everything immediately and potentially hurt people in the process because you need to do it now. Like, I guess it's, I guess it's try not to be so selfish about it and try to have a bigger, um, for understanding. The, for the now, now, now kind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're not the only person involved here. When you do poly, yeah. there are lots of people oh, potentially yeah. involved here. Uh-huh. So. All of, the, all of their, uh, opinions and feelings matter. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think early on, I was more like thinking that it would be taken away from me and that I needed to do it now and as much like as possible. Yeah, just yeah. like every opportunity and like not so much thinking about my partners, uh, okay. which is a huge problem, mm. a really bad problem. Um, and if it's worth it, it'll wait. Exactly. And it will be better if you wait because yeah. you haven't... You've put in the energy to know them and yeah. to like... <laughs> I've known people for a year, not even fucked them and found out that they're completely shouldn't be in my life in yeah. some fashion. Like mm-hmm. just the, yeah, stretching it out might be a smart idea. Yeah. You don't have to do everything right away and it you don't can have to go for every opportunity. You, you there's don't going to be more and you might make Always better ones. More. There will be better ones and they will be, if you don't go so nuts and possibly piss other people off in the mm. dynamic like mm. if you just waited if you would if you could just wait you a just bit wait for everybody to get on board honestly just wait that like when you think you it's time to do something no, if you're but now. yeah 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 you know <laughs> just 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 <laughs> <laughs> you can wait just wait it's fine yeah yes that yeah I made a lot of impulsive decisions early on. And other people are allowed to have their feelings. Yes, they are. And let and them. And hold space you. for them. It is not always about you. <laughs> no, it is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Those are, that's a good question. Good question. Oh. Love that question. Okay. Oh, this is kind of, this is kind of a good segue here. Mm. Uh, this is actually from Domina Dolly, who I work with at the Ritual Chamber. Hi. Shout out, Dolly. Hello. Hi. How are you? How do you deal with menomores that treat you badly? Mm-hmm. Um, and tr- how do you do this without too much confrontation? Well, I mean, you need, uh, how badly are they treating you? And how much confrontation what? are we talking about how, here? <laughs> how snide is their remark to you? How rude. How? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely known enough people that maybe the way that they just talk sounds rude all the time. Sure. Like, oh, they're going to talk like this. And, and they, they... They have a pointed way of speaking. It is their way of speaking, not anything to do with me or against me. Now, if they're treating you badly... Well, then... That's a 
problem. They, they said without conflict or well, yeah. it's confrontation, right? Yeah, there. You, you gotta you, confront that. You ha- yeah, that's the thing. I don't think you can do it without confrontation. And uh, there's an interesting amount of tact that you might need to have for talking with them directly about it because it's not, it's not the in between person's fault. It's not. You shouldn't make it about them. Your partner's treating me like shit. No, it's, she is treating me like shit. No, it's, it's, hey, partner's partner. Mm -hmm. You are treating me like shit right now. And I don't appreciate it for X, Y, Z reasons. And that can be hard if you have trouble with confrontation. Maybe that's the reason you're having issues. I don't know. But you need to also, you're not going to get the kind of, the kind of change Mm -hmm. without addressing it mm-hmm. with the people involved, which sure. is that person. Yeah. And not I, and your partner. I, and I get, and if it gets to the point, maybe you should tell your partner or maybe yeah. they already know and don't care or, or something's going on there. Yeah. And you need to, you need to talk. Either way it needs to be talked about. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I get the, the, the need and the want to be like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat here yeah. of this whole dynamic and we have going. Yeah. And my partner likes them. So maybe I should try to get along with them. And, and then you go, is this a mountain or a molehill? Ah, there we have it. Yes. And we are so, bringing more back to <laughs> right around yeah. again. But yeah, that's the thing that's like, like it needs to change if it's bothering you so much. Yes. If it's a real problem, then yeah, it needs to change. But yeah, give it some, I, I mean, need to say these questions are like maybe it's they could the be a hundred answers yeah they could be there could be a hundred answers to this question yeah what what's what what's, kind of treatment this is how are they right what's now? the intention Do you care mm-hmm. what their life is like right yeah now? maybe exactly maybe they've got so much stress that they wish you were helping with or yeah maybe it's not maybe it's nothing to do with you yeah, it's probably nothing to do. It might very well be nothing to do with you. So yeah, you can answer this question a gazillion different ways, mm. but just like find out, ask questions. Yeah, like don't just get mad. Try not to just get mad. Like you and try you to... just did this. Well, you don't even have to address the behavior. Just be like, so how are you? If someone's getting angry with you and you ask them how they're doing, and you haven't done anything, like or or if you have done something, they can tell you. Maybe they just don't know how to tell you. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. afraid of confrontation too. Yeah. They don't want to hurt your feelings with telling you off about the thing that they wish you didn't do just then. Yeah, that you're oblivious to. Yeah, they're Maybe being passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the yeah. Comes. I think it's gonna a lot of these. This the advice on these are going to come around to talk. You got to talk. You yeah. all of you have to talk. Talkers. I know it's hard to talk. Yeah, it sucks. It's, it's like how do I even bring this up? Well, how about you go to the person and say, "I don't even know how to bring this up." Yeah, because I'm sure they don't want to bring it up either. I don't know how to bring this up. I really want to open up the relationship. What yeah. do you do after that? Well, yeah. if you were willing to leave it up until then, yeah. Or if you would have been happy either way, if it's yes or no, yeah. Yeah, there's you, you bring it up. Just talk about it. You gotta talk about it. I know you don't want to, to, but you gotta. Yeah. If you want it to change, you gotta talk about Mm. it. Exactly, exactly. Mm. All right, all right, all right. Oh, we have another fantastic question that is um, just asking our our opinion on this. It says, for yourself, do you consider polyamory to be an orientation? In other words, do you consider it an innate part of you or do you choose to practice it? Great question. I don't that even know if I can answer question. that for myself, honestly. That's a great question. Could you be monogamous? You know, 
say a year down the road, if who knows what happened to all your current relationships, can you see yourself being monogamous again? Would you ever think you could do that? I could see myself as a lonely spinster and just as happy. Yeah. I mean... You with your cats? Like, whatever extra people are going to be in my life, if they're good enough people, I'll want them around. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm good with being alone. Mm -hmm. So, if people are good to me and... I'm sexually attracted to them. Mm -hmm. The option of having many and being pansexual and mm -hmm. yeah, I'd probably go to poly single if I wasn't okay. in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I would good... probably just float around. So maybe not a monogamous yeah. partnership with like, one person, but just I'll go through solo poly. Of, yeah, I'll yeah. go through enough stints and uh, uh, as a, a somewhat gray sexual person. Yeah, like, me too. Me too. Uh, I make erotic artwork. The number of people that are surprised that I go through bouts of, of me. It, it's too. not even a matter of demisexual, but that's also there because I really need to know that person. Yeah. I need to know the people. Yeah. I need to feel safe and comfortable before I even want it or think about sex. Me too. I I'd think I'm more likely to do kink with someone than sex. Me too. Yeah. You are speaking my language right mm. now, honestly, because same thing with me with having the podcast, having the show, like, all the shit I do. Nose. Ah. I'm like you, mm -hmm. yes, yes, mm -hmm. this, bingo, bingo, bingo. Because, uh, yeah, a lot of people think that about me as well, that I'm having tons of sex. I'm poly. I'm kinky. I'm, I'm a pro-dom. I do sex podcasts. You just like options. I, <laughs> you want to be able to run and jump on those opportunities. <gasps> but I really don't pretty often. I'm really pretty picky. And I, yeah. and I, and I yeah. honestly am kind of rethinking how I do identify. Because I do feel like gray A or endemi a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, for orientation... I don't have orient, a lot of like, sex. What? I don't. I do have a lot of kink play mm. where I'm, like, facilitating an experience for someone. Yeah. But it's not sexual for me a lot of times. It's yeah. stimulating in other ways. Yeah. But well, I don't sort feel of like sexually kink engaged. kink versus fetish. This is... It's, it's hard to say orientation versus because... Yeah. 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 I could be... I've been in monogamous relationships and very happy. Me too. Uh, um... And not not felt the need to go outside of the relationship. I wasn't feeling Me too. like Me too. it wasn't even a matter of I feel like I'm missing something. It's not like a lack of. It was just it worked for me, and I was I was happy, and that's not necessary. Mm -hmm. Like they were okay with me having very good friendships mm -hmm. and being affectionate with my friends, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then that like I'm not being restricted that way. Mm -hmm. I was with someone that's restricting me well then I don't want that kind of restriction in a monogamous relationship yeah but that's a good that's a great point to bring up you can be in a monogamous relationship and still have um and still be able to express you know affection towards friends physically like mm. you can still have your, get your snuggle on with mm -hmm. your friends as long as I'm a, in a very healthy relationship yeah. it could be open or closed and it's not necessarily an open uh, a, an orientation I think yeah and in a lot of monogamous partnerships <clears throat> you know depending on the dynamic it can look a lot of different ways just like poly can right so you can be you know you can uh be not restricted to uh like, you could be flirting with other people. That could be okay for your mm -hmm. dynamic, your monogamous Your dynamic. girlfriend gets drunk at the be... bar with you, and it's her her uh, usual bet to go and kiss all the other girls. There you go. That could be but okay in a monogamous she's relationship. She's just finding them, and then she's not drunk anymore, and she doesn't even know. Oh, yeah, that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It can be a lot of different things as well. So, yeah, even saying... Yeah, exactly. I could be monogamous if... 
it wasn't severely restricted in those ways mm-hmm. of that I can still and you also for the kink side for for the yeah so what where does that come in it's not technically sexual play with my genitals happening but so okay can I do a spanking scene with someone then in a monogamous relationship a lot of monogamous people would be like sure go nuts I don't think a lot of As monog- I don't know I know maybe I'm in a bubble about that you're gonna yeah maybe you're I gonna am. spank someone else's bottom <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. Maybe some some people maybe though would might be okay with. Yes. That. If I proposed that yeah. and I was like, here, this is a thing that I would really love to do and mm-hmm. might need to do. And your partner is good with it. And I'm not hey. fucking the person. Mm-hmm. I think I could. Give, <laughs> I could make a case for it. <laughs> to you my would find partner. the right person to do that though. <laughs> you you wouldn't be attracting any of those people that would say no. You can't. <laughs> It's so true. That's a good I, I too. could, yeah. Oh, oh, they're good ones. Yeah. Okay, great. So at this point, I think we should take another break. And that is where we are going to leave it for this week. Vanessa was so gracious to stay for a long time with me to talk about polyamory, answering all those awesome questions. So what we're going to do is split this very long interview I have with Vanessa into two parts. And this is the end of part one. So I hope you enjoyed our conversation on polyamory. We'll be back, as I said, next week with Vanessa Walsh to talk more polyam. I'm going to just sign out as normal here telling you once again about our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash the bedpost show. You can follow the bedpost socials on Facebook at bedpost erotica or on Instagram at the bedpost podcast or on our YouTube page with our brand new fun YouTube series at the bedpost sex show on YouTube. If you have any comments, questions, uh, requests, you can email me at thebedpostsexshow at gmail.com. And also, I um, may as well give you my prodom socials as well. I am at theladypim1, both on Twitter and Instagram. And also, I have a new website that you can get a hold of me as well for bookings and consultations. That is ladypim.com. Last but not least, I want to thank my good friend Stephanie Copeland for all the original music she has composed for this podcast. You can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. So one huge thank you again to Vanessa. We'll see you next week with her. Thank you to everyone for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye! This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!